You are part of a new breed that works harder, smarter, faster, and prouder than any others on the job. You live, work, and play to a higher standard. You are not a hack, but you perform your work to the highest standard possible. You take pride in both your work and your service. You're not just an installer. You're a highly skilled and highly trained professional. It doesn't matter if you're an apprentice, a journeyman, or a master. You're neither a jerk nor a brute. You're a teacher and a mentor. You redefine the industry. You create your own destiny. You serve those for whom you work, and you do work that matters. You're not just an electrician. You are the electrician. And this is your podcast. Hey, and welcome to Stuff Electricians Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. All right, so I'm your host, John Workman. Thank you for coming on over and taking a listen to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. If, you're, uh, if you've been listening for a while, I appreciate, uh, appreciate your support, and I appreciate you showing up every week and taking a listen to what we've got here. So uh, first of all, before we get going, just want to uh, give you another tease about the Stuff Electrician Should Know University that's coming up soon. We're hoping to launch that September 1st. Uh, still getting those details together for you. I know I've said that the last couple of episodes, but uh, I just want to make sure I've got everything together for you before we uh, let the full cat out of the bag. But uh, so keep an eye out for that. I'm going to keep uh, keep you posted here on uh, on the website, and uh, well, both websites, I guess. We got electricianslibrary.com as well as stuffelectricianshouldknow.com. If you head over to stuffelectricianshouldknow.com, you can sign up to get your uh, free subscription to the Stuff Electrician Should Know Digital Magazine. Um, also, you can put in your information there to be notified when the SESK University goes live. So uh, keep that in the top of your mind and uh, make sure to be ready to get signed up for that when, uh, when it comes, comes your way and becomes available. It would be an honor to have you, have you join us there. So before we get started in today's episode, I want to give you, give just a couple of shout outs to, uh, to some of our new people, new faces in the Facebook group. Uh, we have had a surge over there. It's amazing. We're sitting close to 2000 members of the group now when just a couple of short months ago, we were, we were just a couple of hundred people. So I appreciate, uh, where everybody's coming from and signing up and, uh, <clears throat> want to give a couple of shout outs today. First one goes to George Daly. He says that he's a maintenance electrician on Arctic oil rigs and platforms for the last six years. Um, what a job that's gotta be, uh, that's gotta be pretty cool to, to be on some of those rigs. And I'm sure it's literally pretty cool if they're, if they're in the Arctic, but what an adventure, what a, what a cool opportunity to learn, learn, uh, a side of the industry that a lot of, a lot of people out there won't have the opportunity to do. So George Daly, thanks for the follow. It's great to, uh, great to have you in the group. Uh, next one is Charlie Ketchison. Hope I said your last name right there, Charlie. Uh, maintenance electrician working in the Canadian oil sands. Uh, says he misses the construction big time, but uh, also kind of a, a great opportunity there to learn things that most won't uh, learn. Um, and then the last one, we're going to give a shout out to Greg Harris from South Central Kentucky. So we got uh, George, Charlie, and Greg. Appreciate you guys uh, 
hopping in the group and uh and uh you know being a part of uh being a part of this movement and being a part of uh of what we're trying to accomplish here over at electrician's library so what i want to talk to you about today for just a minute is a document that uh, i hate to say it but i didn't even know about so i don't know if you've heard of the nfpa 70 so 70 b is in bravo nfpa 70 b but this is the recommended practice for electrical equipment maintenance now it uh, in its description it says the nfpa 70 b details preventative maintenance for electrical electronic and communication systems and equipment such as those used in industrial plants institutional and commercial buildings and large multifamily residential complexes to prevent equipment failures and worker industries. So I thought, what a cool document to kind of just browse over real quick and see what kind of things are contained therein. And then I thought, well, let's find let's find something that could be super useful to uh, something that could be super useful to you guys out there. And as I kind of looked over the uh, the chapters. I found in chapter five, uh, it says, what is an effective electrical preventative maintenance program or an EPM? So I just wanted to read over that uh, for a minute with you um, and just kind of give you an idea of, you know, what kind of things you're going to find inside of this document. So uh, the introduction says an effective electrical preventative maintenance program or an EPM should enhance safety and also reduce equipment failure to a minimum consistent with good economic judgment. So an effective electrical uh, maintenance program is is going to make sure that you know equipment failure is to a minimum, safety of personnel is at a maximum, um, but last there, consistent with good economic judgment. So you're going to want to make sure that the money spent is justified by what is being accomplished. You're not going to want to spend a whole bunch of money just to uh, just to receive minimal results, but you're going to you know you're going to want to be able to spend the most money to get the most effective things. You don't want to you don't want to overspend and get minimal results. So the next part, five point two says you know gives us a few. Um, guidelines for essential elements of an effective electrical preventative maintenance program. Um, an EPM should consist of the following essential elements. Number one, responsible and qualified personnel. So how many times have you rocked up on a job and um, knew right away from the people that you saw there that number one, they weren't responsible, and number two, they weren't qualified. I think each and every one of us have uh, been in situations where we have seen uh, those type of people on the job, and you want to, uh, you just want to turn around and walk away. And that's uh, that's it's kind of sad to uh, to see that happening where you know such critical things need to happen, but you know. It, it happens, obviously. But if you're in a position where you're in charge of these kind of programs, then you know you can make sure that you're getting the responsible and qualified personnel. Number two, regularly scheduled inspection, testing, and servicing of equipment. 
Now it's kind of like you know, think about changing the oil on your on your truck. You know, it's recommended that you change the oil every I don't know three thousand miles. I know there are some um, manufacturers out there, some recommendations sometimes that will say, you know, depending on what you're doing, you can go every five thousand and maybe even every seven thousand. But how often do you set um, an inspection schedule that uh, works like clockwork, like getting your oil changed? Or think about even getting your teeth cleaned. You're supposed to go get your teeth cleaned every six months, um, according to the according to the dentist. Um, you know, how serious do you take checking out the the equipment in your facility um, as to whether or not you're going to create a schedule that you're going to stick with? You know, whether it's quarterly, whether it's monthly, whether it's yearly, everything needs to be everything needs to be checked out and tested and inspected. So. So sit down and think about that. What what kind of schedule do you need to get on um, when you're when you're testing out your equipment? Number three is survey and analysis of electrical equipment and systems to determine maintenance requirements and priorities. So you need to you need to know what kind of equipment you've got. You need to know what kind of systems you have um, to be able to determine what kind of requirements are needed. Uh, for that schedule, for that maintenance that you're going to put together, you know, and the priorities, you know, do you have a motor that's, that's running 24 seven in one area of the facility versus a motor that's running, you know, maybe only two or three hours a day and only three or four days a week. You know, obviously that second motor is not going to require the, the maintenance, um, that the first motor is going to require. And so you have to go through and determine, you know, which, which, uh, which piece of equipment are a priority, which ones are B priority, which ones are C priority. Um, and, and make sure you throw that into your schedule. Make sure that you know, uh, that boy, we got to check these, these every month versus, you know, this other equipment, we only need to check it, you know, once, once a year. So make sure and do that survey and analysis of the equipment that you have on site. Number four, programmed routine inspections and suitable tests. Okay. So programmed routine inspections, suitable tests. Do you know exactly what you're doing when you go and check out that piece of equipment? Are you aware of what you need to be checking for? What needs to be inspected? What needs to be test? Um, if you're not the one doing it, does that qualified personnel that you have hired, do they know what they should be doing? Do you have a checklist? Do you have a, a procedure manual to walk them through exactly what needs to happen? So make sure that you have something like that on site to uh, help those that, uh, you know, we get caught up in a lot of different things. It's Life's busy. We It's easy to forget things. But those, those uh, checklists can be very, very important. Uh, number five, accurate analysis of inspection and test reports so that proper corrective measures can be prescribed. Do you know what you're looking for after you have uh, after you have done the tests, after you've done the analysis? Do you know what uh, you know? Do you know exactly what you're looking for if if you've got some lugs that are starting to heat up, or or if you've got some motors that are running a little rough? Do you know exactly what that means or do you just think, oh, well, it was, it was a little hotter today or, you know, our, our fluids were a little thicker than normal or, you know, are you aware of what, uh, 
what exactly those symptoms or those outcomes mean after you have done the test. And if you know what they mean, have your have your people been properly trained to know and understand exactly what they mean as well. Um, number six, performance of necessary work. So after you know what's wrong, after you know um, what you found in the test results, uh, do you have a way of performing the the work necessary to um, correct the problem? Uh, a lot of times, you know, it could just be, okay, we know something's wrong. We're going to put on a work order and then we're going to get to it when we get to it. And then the problem persists and eventually you have an equipment breakdown and it all could have prevented if, you know, if we knew that this was a, you know, this was a code one instead of a code four, you know, I don't know how you do it out there, but you know, if you knew that this was an emergency, this needed to be done before that needed to be done, um, then you could prevent and you could, you know, prevent injury. You can prevent equipment breakdown. You can prevent the, the cost of more money. So make sure you have a system of performing the, the necessary work to get things fixed. Make sure you know uh, the order. Make sure you have an order in which to, to make that happen. Know how to prioritize and, and know how to uh, get the most important things done first. And last but not least is number seven is concise but complete records. Um, that's another another comparison right there with uh, with changing your oil. You know, they put a sticker in your window. You know, at 150,000 miles, you need to get it changed again. You know what kind of oil they put in it last time, and you uh, you know what needs to be done. Are your records in your in your uh, plant in your facility that concise? Are they that accurate so that you know? I tested this motor on you know april 17th 2014 you know and this is what we found you know we tested these breakers on july 3rd you know 2016 everything tripped right all the all the uh, loads are good on it you know can somebody if you were to walk away today would somebody else be able to walk in to that plant or that facility and would they be able to look at your records and know exactly what happened the last time you checked on on uh, the equipment that uh, that was running that facility so those are the essential elements of an epm program an effective electrical preventative maintenance program just uh, run over those again real quickly number one responsible and qualified personnel number two regularly scheduled inspection Number three, survey and analysis of electrical equipment. Number four, programmed routine inspections. Number five, accurate analysis of inspection and test reports. Number six, performance of necessary work. And number seven, concise but complete records. So I hope this uh, hope this helped. Hope it give you some good ideas if you are on the maintenance side and uh, can give you a give you a starting point, a starting basis for. Uh, putting your EPM program together. So thanks again for tuning in. Again, once again, I ask you to watch out for SESK University coming soon, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it. It's uh, it's shaping up to be pretty awesome. So uh, I, uh, I just want to let you know about that. And if there's anybody out there that you know that could benefit from listening to this podcast, make sure and share it with them. Make sure and uh, you know hit them up on Facebook, share a link with them, 
um, Twitter, if you're on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be, uh, send them over to electricianslibrary.com and uh, and show them. You know, this is episode 76. It's, it's madness. It's crazy that uh, we're uh, this far into it. So, at any rate, make sure and share if you can. Head over to iTunes and give us a five star rating and review. Um, that helps us out. Helps us to get the podcast out and and share it with those who need it. So. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate you very much. And until next time, I hope you stay happy. I hope you stay healthy. But most of all, I hope you stay grounded. Mm-hmm.